0: All right, Rockstars. Listen, I had a little issue last week. iTunes, Apple iTunes removed this podcast for three days. It was an absolute disaster. I had sleepless nights. I mean, it was crazy because I had put some extra words after Real Estate Rockstars. I put the words selling, sales. You know, trying to think that they would help with search engine optimization. I was actually given advice to do that, and they took it down without notice because they said I, they don't, they frown on that or they don't allow that. So now it's just real estate rock stars with Pat Hyben, which was fine and it's fixed. But what happened was the only people that were able to listen to Wednesdays and Fridays episodes either did it on Stitcher Radio. Right on their non iPhone, on their smartphone, right on their Android, whatever, or on a computer, or were subscribed. So, if you were a subscriber on iTunes, you were able to get the Friday and Wednesday's episode. But if you weren't a subscriber, you couldn't hear it. Now, I don't plan on that happening again, but my point is that the subscribers benefited. And so, if you have not hit the subscribe button, please please subscribe to this podcast just in case any shenanigans happen like that again you know you're guaranteed to get every single episode thanks guys all right rockstar nation i got a great guest today you know we've had several of his agents come on the show and um they all rave about you know, how much they like their broker and how much they like the brokerage they work for and things like that, and I, and I, I was lucky enough that I you know, said, I, I need to get it, the guy on. I need to get Eric Pearson from Pearson Smith Realty on the show to talk about some good things real estate, so uh, he accepted the invitation, and lucky for you guys, he's here today. We're going to dig deep into all things real estate. Mr. Eric Pearson, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Pat, I appreciate it, man. As uh, I kind of told you, I, I listen to the podcast every day. Great stuff. Learn a ton, kind of um, what I put on on the way to work. So I appreciate everything you do and what you're doing for all the uh, real estate rock stars out there. So,
0: Yeah, my pleasure, dude. So um, why don't you tell everybody about yourself so they can get to know you better?
1: Yeah, so going back some, I graduated from school and I was a uh, public accountant. That's what I did. I did it for one year and kind of realized that it wasn't for me. Um, I bought a house and quite frankly, enjoyed the experience with my agent who now works at our brokerage as well. Um, Enjoyed the experience, did a ton for me. And then I saw the uh, closing disclosure and realized this could be a pretty lucrative um, business. So I just quit the public accounting, sold my Jeep to have some money and jumped right into real estate. I was at a traditional brokerage um, prior to. I did it for um, three years kind of selling. The first year, I believe I did 10 transactions. Um, Second year, I did 72. And then the third year kind of started the team and we did about 300 transactions. So we're kind of running on that 100 million um, a year type uh, model. So um, did that and then kind of realized the scalability of the team where I was. Agents were kind of either Um, coming in and not working out um, or growing to a level of success where they would come off and I wasn't able to retain them given some of the handicaps put on um, by the brokerage. So went out, started Pearson Smith Realty. The uh, Pearson is me. I'm kind of the uh, vision behind it and real estate guy. Um, The Smith is my uncle. He comes from the corporate world, worked at uh, Arthur Anderson, Morgan Franklin, places like that prior to. He's the Again, CFO and really runs things from the back end to make sure it's really efficient. Um, and luckily, it's just kind of taken off with great people, great agents. And we've grown from 17 um, when we started a little over three years ago to now about 900 agents. And luckily, uh, the pro- productivity as follows going from around 50 million to this year will be close to that two and a half billion mark. So it's been a, it's been a lot of fun, really joining it. Super agent focused approach and uh, excited to see where it goes from here
0: wow that what what a ride. and that now the company is how old
1: about three and a half years old, so we started uh January first two thousand fifteen
0: that's crazy, and you're almost at a thousand agents in three years right so that doesn't happen by accident right I mean you just don't, you just don't hang up a broker shingle right especially an independent one non franchise right and attract nine hundred agents in three years right I mean most uh, franchises would kill to, you know, have someone that could build a company like that for them, right? Uh, franchisors. And so here you did it to, on your own with your own systems and your own culture and, and, and basically everything you created yourself. So talk to me about that. Like, how did you do it? What'd you do from day one? And, and Give us some insight.
1: Yeah, I think it ultimately came, I, I, I came immediately from the mindset of a real estate agent. So I was very um, clued in on what they want, what they're looking for. So I wanted to take that brokerage and really build it off um, what's going to make it a great place for them. So um, what I saw is it really came down to um, a couple core value propositions in terms of what we offer. Um, The first one is going to be pure culture. We want it to be a place that's competitive yet collaborative. We want it to be a place that's always positive and people enjoy. So that atmosphere is very big. Um, And a lot of people say kind of, hey, how do you do that? Um, It really evolves around a very fair and consistent kind of treating everybody the same, making sure we're doing it um, the right way at the end of the day, um, providing kind of brick and mortar offices and different things that have Um, the vibe where you want to come in, whether it's uh, putting greens or bars in the office, coffee shops, whatever it is to give them a place they want to come to and be a part of, Um, then coupling that with events and different things that we do to show them a good time. So Um, We're always kind of bringing it back to celebrate your success type thing, which people enjoy. So number one is going to be the pure culture behind it. Um, Obviously, we have a killer recruiting incentive that we do. It's a revenue share based recruiting incentive where you can earn up to a 5% GCI on an agent that you bring in. Uh, But that has helped spur our growth. Um, And then after that, it was really the customization of packages. So what I saw when I started as a new agent Um, I was kind of looking for that help to get started. Hey, what do I do? Where do I go? Uh, And obviously we're given different ideas and things, but not a way to really accelerate that success. So, um, for a new agent, when people come in, we often have lead platforms. We're kind of providing them with 30 leads a month and giving them the coaching, training, mentorship to help them grow. And then we have several packages throughout all the way up to if I'm a top team, it's a 100% model, right? So they can come here and truly scale because um, what teams face usually is Um, Retention, profitability as they are at a maybe traditional or different place. So what we looked at is said, okay, new agents, agents kind of in the middle of their career, agents growing a team, whatever that is, what can we give them and what are they looking for to really go out and reach that level that they see and want to be at without feeling they're ever capped out in a sense. Um, so we really try to do those things great, always training, taking agent recommendations. You know, When we do surveys out to them or get their feedback, it's, it's really to take that and say, okay, let's improve. This is what they're looking for. It's what the agent needs because from a broker, it's the agent that is super important. Obviously, our client, that's always going to be a number one. If it's not, people shouldn't be in this business. But for us, if we can make that agent great, that client's going to have a wonderful experience. So when we see that win, win, win type mentality, um, that's really what we, we look for at the end of the day.
0: Wow. So it's kind of like you sat down, right? I mean, here you are in an a- agent, right? And I want to talk to you about how you went mentally from agent to broker like that. But, but uh, from what you just said, it seems like you went, you sat down and you said, okay, I want to start a brokerage, right? I'm going to, you know, take the 100% concept from Remax or whoever wants to say they did it first, right? I'm going to take uh, if they want it, if the agents want it. I'm going to take uh, profit sharing from, you know, a Keller Williams or Exit, EXP, whatever. And we're going to create our own, but it's only on the first line. It's who, basically who you bring in. If they're good or not, you get paid on them. Um, if they sell, you get paid, right? Um, and then you, you kind of put took all this stuff. Mixed it together, right? Created like a party atmosphere, like a high-I environment, like where people feel good about coming to the office. Like you said, want to come to the office because you know, obviously, there's pressure now with a lot of people saying, "Well, I can do real estate virtually, right? I can, I can do it from a coffee shop. I can do it from a house." Um, and and the the counter argument to that is, you know, no. You know, maybe for some, maybe for the ones that are self-disciplined, but for the majority of agents, they want to come to the party. And and forgive me if I'm paraphrasing you. I'm going to get you to respond to this in a second. And, and anyways, and you added the party atmosphere, and then and you mixed it all together, and you said, "This this is us."
1: Yeah. Th- to be honest with you, man, I feel like you might be an agent at our brokerage, <laughs> or part of our leadership, Why not. No, I, that, that's ultimately what we did in a sense. Like I know, you know, there's certain things that different places people enjoy. We wanted to take those and say, okay, let's take it and even improve upon it some um, to give the agents again, that place that's going to help them. Because real estate, as you know, it's, it's, it's changing drastically every day. And for us to win now as a real estate brokerage, it's going to come down to having uh, great agents, productive agents, agents that really uh, make this a career and make it successful, providing them with the environment um, to help get them there and then servicing that client at the highest level possible so um, but yeah in terms of the place the atmosphere what we wanted to build it was uh taking all the best putting it into one place and allow agents to come here and get what they need at any time in the career you don't want to as an agent, in a sense, start at one brokerage. Hey, I got to start here to kind of get the career going. And then I want to get to the 100% model. So I got to change brokerages to get there. Why not put it on one place and make that happen? Um, and by the way, when you look at our 100% model for, you know, individuals or teams, once they reach certain sales volume, it is 100%, but there's no monthly fees or anything like that associated to it. So I want to see them truly grow and scale.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Let me, since you brought it up, let me stop you there. Of course, yeah. there's got to be some fees, right?
1: Uh, a transaction fee of two ninety five. That's it. That's it, man. Do
0: you have a mortgage and title?
1: Uh yeah, we have a JV with a title company and ownership in a mortgage company.
0: Okay. And that's how you make your money cuz otherwise I'm going to say as a broker that's foolish cuz you're not going to make any money. I know I know some, you know, a lot of that's the business model now, you know, 300 transaction is good. Yeah, uh, you know, I
1: think you know Pat, cuz I I hear that a lot sometimes from the outside people saying, "Oh man, how do they do this? Like what they offer is almost too good." One thing that's very different outside of the subsidiary companies, which everybody does, um, it's really we run a – that first package in our brokerage is a lead team that does $750 billion a year in sales. So you look at this brokerage, that's the engine because those are on 50-50 splits, right? Right. So that engine, which has given an agent a place to grow their business, they're getting leads, those leads are building their SOI, and yet it's giving the brokerage to offer this home to agents across the board way that they can get whatever they want. Um, so yes, yeah, subsidiary companies is a way that we do it. Obviously, we want to offer those things, but it's really that lead team is a massive engine that's helping build things.
0: So what you're saying is you make money off the 50-50 people, you don't have to make money when they get to the 100%. You just want them to stay for the endorsement value.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll think about it. Once you're at a certain level, and you've had some people on the show, say the uh, Karen Coop, like... Karen could you know, do her own brokerage. Her and Vicki, they have an amazing thing going, amazing culture of their own and all those type things. And I want them to be a part of our real estate brokers. They're amazing people to be there for people to learn from. And um, we love hanging out with them and all those type things. So why would I ever want them to get to a point where they say, man, the brokerage is putting the handicap on me too much. I'm going to go do it on my own or find a, a place where I can, you know, figure it out from there. So I never want people to leave when I get agents in. I'm building a relationship with them. It's more than just you're an agent at the brokerage or a number. You're truly part of the family. So yeah, I'd love to see you stay here forever. And if you reach a certain point, I'm going to make sure I provide something that's going to help you be a part. Being set on that to get to those levels, it's not you just come here and you get it. You have to earn it through sales volume requirements or meeting and reaching certain goals. Um, So so you can't
0: can't start as a new agent on 100% split.
1: No, definitely not. You got to reach a minimum of, you know, 10 million sales volume, things like that.
0: Amazing read for agents who want to blow their business up. Six steps to seven figures was an amazing read. Pat breaks it down into simple, actionable steps that if taken will almost guarantee seven figure success in the real estate sales business. Couldn't recommend this enough. Wow, thank you for the awesome Amazon review, Gero 215. Now, do you want to get your hands on this book for free and blow your business up? Here's how. Go to the free6stepsbook.com. That's free, S-I-X, stepsbook.com right now. Or simply text the word PAT to 444-999. That's text PAT four 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 nine 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 and I'll send you a free book that I think that's logical because you will develop a reputation as being a new agent teamerage. You know what I mean? Like a, on the fifty-fifty split, they'll say, "Oh, Eric just has it's just Eric's team, basically, right?" Because even though it's not, but the, you know, also new agents. Like when I started, I started a company called or Realty, and they were known for new and part-time agents. That was that was their business model. And there's certainly other companies like that. I think real estate companies will get reputations as you know, if all the newbies go there, if they're all all newbies. And so you've created a way that you still get top people like Karen Cooper, right? And Vicky to be there and endorse it and maybe help out here and there. Now, obviously, well, if they're paying a 300 transaction fee, does the profit share come out of there? Let's say I sponsored Vicky and, you know, is, is that how I get paid on her or is it just doesn't count if you're a hundred?
1: Yeah. So our, uh, kind of answer both questions. Cause that, that's a good point in terms of the team where you see a lot of people go out and start brokers and it's truly just a team model in terms of what they're doing. Uh, but another agent you had on Dustin Fox, Dustin started on leads and in nine months we were able to get him to a point where now he was on that massive scale doing 40 transactions, whatever it is. So that, Lead program that we do while it's creating that engine in terms of revenue for the brokerage, it's mainly to build that person where they can go off and have that successful career that they're looking for. Obviously, he's a rock star in what he's doing, and I think I can confidently say if he came, he would say, hey, Pat, that being on that lead program allowed me to get here so much faster than if I went to a place where I had to do it on my own. Um, so that's kind of important. In terms of the revenue share and what we do, obviously it's one line. It's based off GCI, but we have several packages at the brokerage. Um, three are 90-10 and below. On that, it's a 5% GCI share, so a deal is sold. Agent gets 90 who sold the house. Recruiter gets five. We get five. Then we have a package that's 95-5. On that package, it's 2.5% GCI share, and on a 100% brokerage uh, model, we obviously looked at and said, Dude, we can't stop the agent's growth, right? The agent, we're, they can't be handicapped at this split because of recruiting incentive. That person needs to grow and, and, you know, continue to be successful to the level that they want. So it's a $50 off the transaction fee. So you see 295 every time they close a deal, it's 50 bucks. But remember, someone like a Karen Cooper say she's recruited. She closes a lot of houses. So it's a lot of... A lot of checks they're getting on a continual basis on whoever maybe brought her in or a top producer like that as you, as you grow and scale.
0: Yeah, it could add up 100%. Yeah, right. If she's doing 50, I mean, if she does 300 units, that's 300 times 50 is $15,000, right?
1: Yeah, whatever it is. And then when you get to someone yeah. like that, you know they're 15, probably going to do it right. continually forever. <laughs> so it's something you can uh, obviously count
0: on. Wow, that's kind of neat. So tell me, about the, tell me about how you make it fun.
1: Yeah, so this is how we do it. We really put a lot of effort into this. We have a guy with us his name is Scott Ayling. He goes out there and he plans everything that we do. But from the kind of level of fun aspect, it's we like to bring it in on a, a once a month basis. So once a month, what we do is we come in and we do our brokerage meeting. Um, I like doing it once a month obviously a lot of people do that on a weekly basis and it comes a little bit routine and boring and the termite inspector talking or whatever it may be so once a month we hit them hard we have keynote speakers in. we give a a, a huge show in terms of what they're doing afterwards we take them all to a happy hour everything is wait minute,
0: on wait a, minute, wait a minute let me slow this down so yeah once a month yep so you don't have weekly meetings right you just have monthly meetings
1: we have weekly video updates that go out in terms of policies, procedures, industry news, um, that type yeah. stuff, in addition to all the- Boring,
0: tra- boring shit, right?
1: Exactly, man.
0: Okay, so you <laughs> boring have- Boring, but
1: important. That, <laughs> right,
0: and that's you talking into a camera?
1: Pretty much, yep.
0: Okay, so once a week, they may or may not watch. Do you, do you actually, do you put them on Wistia or something where you can actually watch what percent is actually finishing them? <laughs>
1: It's going to be on a, a Facebook live internal platform and then it's hit okay. over to our agent success site where they can watch it later.
0: Okay. All right. Anyway, so let's say, you know, the new people watch it, right? <laughs> and then and maybe some other people watch it and, you, you know, whatever. So that's good. You're putting it out there. You're not forcing them to come in, right? And, and sit in it, which I appreciate because whenever well, I was a top agent, I, I uh, eventually I stopped going to the meetings because I just, and I don't think everybody should do that. I'm not con I don't want to paint the wrong picture, but to me, it it already knew everything. sounded That sounds egotistical, but at the same time, I was in business, you know, since 1987. So, anyway, so don't let me get sidetracked here. So, so you do that. I think that's smart. Then once a month, you have a, a big bonanza meeting, and at this big bonanza meeting, you have a guest speaker. Like who? Like how do you find a guest speaker? What do they talk about? Or is it just mortgage and title guys kind of, you know?
1: So in every month we do it, I'll give you an example. So in January, we have Jeff Cohn coming out. And then we have that night is actually followed by our holiday party, which we rented out a, a place in Sterling. But every single one is going to have the content behind what we want to get out. It's going to be general brokerage updates. We're going to make it fun by having raffles or Uh, you know, anything you can think of to make agents want to come there, give away swag, whatever it is that we need to do to make sure we get a good turnout because they're coming. And the reason you didn't go to the meetings is you didn't see value anymore. They come This is going to be valuable for me, so I'm going to go. And we have four or 500 people there coming to take part in it. I'd love to get them all, but obviously, schedules cannot potentially make that happen. But you get a massive turn. Our biggest problem now, literally, is finding space to do it in. Um, But we do that once a month, and then afterwards, we take them out. It's a happy hour. Um, Tomorrow, we have Tomorrow we have what you call PSR Fest where we come out and there's bands. We rented out a brewery and a winery so agents can come enjoy themselves. Um, we take them to show them a good time because ultimately we want them to celebrate their success as well. So you will find um, a work hard play hard type environment at our brokerages. What at our brokerage what agents
0: obviously enjoy. So so do you have a meeting tomorrow?
1: Tomorrow we don't have a meeting. This is just, just
0: a happy kind of agent hour.
1: Agent appreciation event. Yeah, we uh last meeting was on September twenty first, and that was mainly going over what's happening in the industry, where Pearson Smith is is going and all that good stuff. But tomorrow, strictly a uh uh kind of agent appreciation happy hour event.
0: And and how often do you do those?
1: They they fall into play once a once a month as well. Typically wow. it's it's conducted with our brokerage meeting. This one just happens to be a little
0: off for. Uh, so you have, I mean, if you had Jeff Cohn come in, I would definitely make the meeting. I mean, don't get me wrong; you're you're getting good speakers. It sounds like you're getting speakers that are going to increase their business.
1: Yeah, we want to get great people, and and that's our big push for 2019 obviously we're looking at it how can we get better a lot is even uh the productivity so we want to bring in even bigger you know speakers as we move forward to make sure agents are always getting what they need because agents at different levels need different things so we want to want to kind of give it to uh to everybody possible
0: okay and then do you, are you paying for this happy hour or how's that work
1: yeah we 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 pay for it all uh it's expensive <laughs>
0: Like I could go there and drink unlimited, uh, IPA
1: uh, all day long, man. Now we, we sometimes, you know, when we see people getting a little bit too crazy and the the top shelf and things like that, our uh, <laughs> director makes them, gives, <laughs> gives the them. bartender a notice. And you know, it also is, is we, we had to start <laughs> renting out venues. Cause you used to have kind of random people coming in and getting drinks on them all day long. But now it's, it's, uh, it's the food is there. The drinks are there. the, you know, whatever type of additional, you know, entertainment we're going to have is all taken care of by the brokerage. It's more to say, hey, guys, we appreciate it. We everything you're doing, and want to give you a, you know, show you that we do. Wow,
0: that's uh, that's cool. It reminds me a little bit of how I ran my team. You know, back in the heyday when when there was, you know, when the market was so good that. Uh, you know, and it's cool to be able to do that. Obviously you need money to do that. You need a lot of profit to do that. So, um, definitely you should think of ways, you know, how can everybody have fun that won't cost you as much? Cause I don't want you to spoil these guys. That's, that's
1: well, Pat, luckily, you know, obviously we, we do that stuff too. We used to do two a month, And one, we would actually just give the agent the money to host the happy hour. So we would say, hey, look, you want a raffle this week. You're hosting the happy hour. Here's money. Go and do it. So we were paying for two of those events a month, and now we're doing one even larger scale one. But ultimately, for us, that was part of our vision when we very first started this. Um, My uncle, I'm very lucky to have him a part. That's what he's there for, to keep me in line. If not, we probably would do one a week. Who knows? But uh Um, We're doing it obviously smart and it's, I know how important that is for the agents. Every time we do that event, you leave saying, man, I'm glad I got to see that agent, talk to him and catch up and, you know, whatever it is, but it's, it's a hundred percent. If you had to ask me outside of splits, outside of leads, outside of everything, the culture in those events, the atmosphere is what's most important.
0: Mm. So that's great. That's awesome, dude. I mean, that's, uh, it's cool. I mean, so. So pr- we've pretty much touched on everything that's attractive about your brokerage, right? Did we miss anything out? I mean, this is important for people to hear because, you know, if they're considering starting a team ridge or starting a brokerage or, or what ha- have you, how they can emulate you. Is there anything we missed out and didn't talk about?
1: No, I mean, ultimately that's, that's good. And, and, you know, in terms of things, I didn't even, uh, wasn't trying to make it a a pitch to people, but uh. I wasn't, I mean,
0: no, I was curious. It's my fault. I mean, my listeners aren't going to be in Washington, DC, Northern Virginia area. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I will say this, man. And this is a new initiative that we put out, uh, uh, this coming year, And and it's what I think is a hundred percent needed based on where the industry is going. But for agents now, we also have what we call add-ons. So, if you're an agent at any time um, for a, a small additional fee, to be honest, it's, it's more of a loss leader to provide agents with things that they need. Uh, we can do two things for them. Number one is help them with all the listing prep, right? So we'll take the photos and, and brochures and signs and TC's. We'll take care of that whole thing for them um, to save them bandwidth, time, energy, money, whatever it is. Um, but more importantly, we're now, if they want, optional helping control the client experience so once that client goes under contract we are basically littering them with gifts throughout the whole entire thing so when they ratify they get a gift from the agent branded to the agent Uh, when they remove contingencies they get it they get their moving boxes they get branded closing gifts we're pretty much saying we want to wow that client. So, agent, if you want us to do that and take on the cost and you can kind of pay it out of your commission at the end, we'll do that because I know how important it is with all the industry changes that your service level goes up another notch. So when people look at you or look at Pearson Smith, they're saying that's the place you want to go when you're buying your site.
0: What do you call that?
1: Uh, It's called the client experience. experience.
0: And obviously it goes on after settlement.
1: Yeah, so they uh, they settle on a house. Basically, the agent can pay an additional 500 bucks, and we'll do all that for them. And they just pay it uh, off the commission.
0: 500, $500 a year?
1: Just $500 per transaction if they want it.
0: Well, that's like during the transaction, right?
1: Correct, yeah. It's going to happen during the contract to close process. they that whole thing. They'll be getting gifts as they hit milestones in the transaction.
0: Gotcha. And, and what, what, what kind of gifts are you sending?
1: So like when they first ratify, it would be say stress balls, tea bags, stuff like that. And, and the note is more the bigger piece brand to the agent saying, hey, this process can be stressful. I'm here to remove that. You know, anything you need, let me know. A week later, they're going to get a big box of of or moving boxes, things like that. It's going to be a whole kit that they have with packing tape and whatever to help in the move. It's a good size amount of things. Um, then they're going to get some chocolates from the agent. It's going to be a big old thing that says, "Hey, we're almost at the finish line. Here, this is for you." Um, then they're going to get a handwritten card done through. Uh, Um, Hello, Bond, so that way it looks handwritten from the agent and good to go. At closing, they're going to receive an example. It's always branded, but it's going to be a cutting board that says the Smith Kitchen or whatever it is, very nice quality stuff. Um, So it's meant to make the agent, again, appear like a rock star to that client. Um, A bunch of different gifts, very creative. The messaging is really the big piece, but saving the agent bandwidth, because a lot of times agents want to do those things, but they never get around to it. Um, saves the agent the out-of-pocket cost. They can just fund it with their commission and, more importantly, hopefully gain them more referrals from that client in the future.
0: No, that's cool. We had something different, too. I guess there's tons of programs after the sale. but there's I've never heard of a program like during the sale. And it, it protects you, too, obviously, if the deal falls through. They're like, going to keep you, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? That's the biggest thing You you find. When doing that, and and we go through a uh, a third party to to help assist us with it, his name is Jay O'Brien. He ran it. it's called Client Giant. He started it recently. It's killer stuff. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, um, in doing those things, they found that person is fifty percent more likely to work with the agent in the future. Right? If something takes so,
0: people way. listening could could hire Client Giant.
1: Yeah, Client Giant, they'll go above and beyond on that. So if you want, they have different packages that you can do. They even have some where after um, the settlement takes place, their concierge will schedule a handyman for that, that client for four hours after the closing. A month after, they will send them a $50 gift card to Uber, set up a reservation at a restaurant, and then your clients go. At the end, the server comes out and said, hey, it was all taken care of by Pat Hyben tonight. You don't have to do anything. He just wanted to make sure he looked after you. It's all geared towards the whole service-based um, approach, which for wow. us real estate agents needs to become even more the focus as we move forward.
0: Absolutely. but you know, I heard a stat. I don't know if it's true, but recently someone said... You know, every 17 days, uh, your past client forgets who their real estate agent is. You know what I mean? Like they forget after 17 days. Yeah, so I think, I they think the Nate told you Remind them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So talk to me about it. So out of the 900 agents, how many are on the, the 50-50 uh, split with leads?
1: Uh, it's about 150.
0: So, a uh, majority of them are traditional agents, 750 regular agents doing their own business, paying for their own leads, that sort of thing. You got 150, which is still a ton. I mean, if you look at it compared to a team or something, right, someone with 150 agents on a team is massive. So, uh, so you're spending a lot to get leads. And I'll talk to you about this because, you know, I see this kind of the shell game a little bit going on right now. I see people moving money from. From you know whether it's Zillow to Realtor and then Realtor to Facebook and then you know that sort of thing and around trying to fish out what's working best. Where, where are you guys moving your money right now? What's working now? What's getting you the most leads?
1: Yeah, we we basically use three different sources. Um, one, I'll combine them. Two, it's it's pay-per-click and Facebook is one, um, and then Zillow and Realtor.com are by far our biggest. When sold- you
0: pay-per-click and Facebook, you mean. Facebook ads.
1: Yeah, so technically, go ahead and call it four. Yeah, pay per click. You have Facebook advertisements. So Google pay per click. Correct.
0: Yep. Google pay per click. Facebook ads. Okay, and what else?
1: And uh, Zillow Realtor dot com.
0: Twenty five percent in each, or which one are you put? Which one are you pushing more money into?
1: Uh, by far away, Realtor dot com and Zillow are going to be the higher spends. Um, how we look at it is. You know, there's a cost per lead, you know, with things in the Zillow and Realtor.com are, are higher and in, in general, but they are the better lead mainly because when that lead comes in, they've typically been on Zillow or been on Realtor.com for a year before they voluntarily make that uh, uh, actionable click to get in touch with an agent on a listing or ask a question on a listing. So when those leads come in, if work correctly, you're probably looking at more of a six to eight month turnaround time. Sure. Um, a pay-per-click Facebook lead, you're going to get to more like an 18-month time turn. Um, you know, and it's just a little bit harder to convert because you're going to lose track of them. through. Depends, the
0: product. Yeah, it depends. Uh, are you going after all buyers or do you go after seller leads too?
1: We go after all buyer leads. The main reason behind that is what we found is buyer leads likely have a home to sell. So we get just as many seller leads as we do, you know, as when we marketed for sellers as well.
0: How, okay. So, so like how much money are you spending on all that?
1: between it's, it's a good amount of money. We probably run about a hundred to $125,000 a month. Probably a million,
0: a million and a half dollars on, I mean, Zillow loves you. Um, So does <laughs> realtor.com. Wow. That's, it's it's interesting. So yeah, cause I haven't heard of a brokerage doing it on a high level like that, where it's coming from the, the brokerage and not the team. So a and, million to $2 million.
1: Yeah. And Pat, real quick to kind of give you a, a good idea of how we were able to do that. But this is what, so I started it in 2011. So when we came over and made and created Pearson Smith Realty, those initial 17 agents were all on leads. Um, in 2007 or 11, it was very different. Leads were 20 bucks. It wasn't too expensive. I was able to buy a ton of these and get these agents spun up. So we've slowly grown that or, uh, grown that, uh, lead platform, but it's mainly because I already had it in place and it was already in motion. If I was a, uh, brokerage or a, uh, you know somebody going out there and trying to do it today to just front that money it's going to take me 6 months to a year to see kind of any return on it and i'm probably going to potentially give up or who knows what it is we've had this happening for so long we have 100 you know 50 agents that are already doing it at a high level and every time somebody comes off we take and replace but you have agents that are already converting
0: so how do you okay so how do you keep track of all that like what like what systems are you using
1: so in terms of a uh, CRM, we use Boomtown. Um, so we've been using Boomtown uh, ever since we started. Um, uh, great CRM more for the simplicity behind it. And we've also- so put,
0: And you have a, like a brokerage account? With we have them. a brokerage account, yep. And, they, uh, and it covers 150 agents or whatever. And then and then, then, then you pay them for your, your pay-per-clicks, your Google AdWords ones, right? Okay, and then what happens?
1: Yeah, so we have uh, Boomtown set up. They do do some of that pay-per-click marketing. We also have some third-party sources that do it. And then we auto-import everything into Boomtown. Now, what we do that's very different than a lot of places is we run an agent-of-the-day model. Um, So what that means is, say you take those 150 agents, you divide them between Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Each person is going to have a day that they are on leads. So on Monday, you're going to have... 20 agents report. Um, They're going to be there from 10 to two, mainly to get mentor and uh, ship and coaching and those type things. And on that day for a 24 hour period, all the leads are going to go to those guys on a round robin. So they're prepared and know when that lead is coming over so they can have the speed to lead. um, And again, coaching and things to help them convert at a high level.
0: So you got 20 agents in your office, just uh, sitting, just what around a table a desk what are they doing like just just waiting right yeah they're there mainly
1: it's to uh mainly it's from 10 to 2 for the training aspect and to get help because how that team is set up is you have a team leader then you have a boomtown directors kind of helping monitor the boomtown and then you have two managers on that agents can go to and get help from
0: Um, boomtown directors are like constantly just shooting these leads out
1: yeah, actually, the leads are all just round-robbing through lead matching. Um, so nothing else. Lead, lead matching. Lead matching is what it's going to be oh, called. Lead
0: boom matching. Boomtown.
1: Okay. Yep. Um, so they're just round-robbing between agents. The Boomtown director is mainly there to give them assistance on Boomtown or give them tips and tricks on how they can improve it.
0: And that's an in-house person, right?
1: In-house person, correct.
0: Wow. And how do you, like, do you have, you must have a full time metrics person, right? That's just, I mean, who's watching these metrics? Who's, who's deciding, you know, uh, this person is great and this person sucks? Who's deciding Google Ads is down? Let's put some gas on Facebook. Like, who's making, who's tracking that? Tell me all about that.
1: Yeah. It's actually pretty efficient. It, it comes down to a, a monthly meeting. Um, so once a month, I take all the lead data from our accounting, I run it, I determine what the ROI on each thing is and make sure it's working. So that's, we do that once a month and then we meet with that team leader who's running the lead group to review and see where everybody is. Um, so it's actually a report that I do myself. I, I, I work Monday through Friday, pretty much 24 seven, never stop. So a lot of these things I kind of put together and have a monthly meeting to make sure where we're at. And in terms of the agents knowing you know personally who's succeeding and who's not it's they have 6 months so what i've seen in the past is a lot of people don't give agents enough time to really build so we give 6 months and once they reach 6 months we require a deal a month to be closed and if not your leads are paused so who is determining that is really going to be the agent based on the effort that they put in and ultimately the performance in terms of closings. So we're watching that, monitoring that on a monthly basis, all happening at one meeting. And then we leave there knowing exactly where we stand with everything.
0: It's interesting because, I mean, essentially you got 150 agents who probably are going to do 95% buyer settlements and 5% listings. And the listings are going to be just luck of the draw somebody that happened to go, come through that, that has a house to sell. And they're going to be getting so much that that's what their focus is. And uh, I don't know, it's going to be hard for them. to. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I mean, it's interesting. It's, you're basically just doing what a team does, but on a, just a very large scale. And you've taken it you know, from 17 to 150 agents.
1: Yeah, well, we look at it because we expect the leads to only be one pillar of their business, right? We're hoping them to have three other things that they're doing, one being the SOI and then choose two others of the million that you can do between, you know, expired, withdrawns, opens, networking, whatever it is that they choose. So we're helping business plan around that as well. What our goal is more at the end of the first year, that agent's going to come in and say, hey, Eric, I closed 18 transactions, and I'm going to say, great, how many were leads? In the first year, the answer is usually 15 were leads. So I'm saying, hey, stick with the lead program. That seems to be what's working for you right now. But at the end of year two, you usually see it switch. And it's going to say, hey, Eric, I closed you know, 30 transactions this month. And I'm saying, great, how many were leads? And they're going to say, 15 were leads, 15 were my own. Well, at that point, I'm saying, hey, man, you've got this now. You've built up the other uh, pillars of your business where you can go do it on yourself. You don't need to be getting leads from me anymore. So here's our other packages at the brokerage. Go on one of those, and then I can watch you really go out there and, and be even more successful than you already are. So it's more built off of everything we do. Well, again, that's the revenue driver. The main purpose is building that agent up to help them get to the next level.
0: Yeah, Right. Yeah, that it, I almost see like a weaning process of a, a course or, you know, some boot camp you could put them through uh, to wean them from paid leads to creating leads on their own to listings. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, we, uh, we actually have a package for that too, man.
0: <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. A package that someone could pay for, you mean?
1: yeah so basically uh on our initial lead package um compensation say it's a you know 50 50 on leads and then you're um 75 25 on your own personal business right so that will be different Um, the next step you usually see agents take is they start paying 500 dollars a month so they can go to a 90 10 on their personal stuff and still get leads so they have the stability of the leads plus higher splits on their own stuff and you usually see from there them jump to strictly higher compensation packages so each, each way, again, is a progression to help that agents eventually hopefully get to that, you know, top individual or potentially team level.
0: And, and you go on an honor system with that or, 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 or you, again, you got a tracker that's looking at that and being like, eh, dude, this was not your SOI.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just everything filters through Boomtown. So when a deal's closed, the uh, accounting department just runs the email address, and then we just in- ensure that it's you know a lead or not. We we trust agents; they're pretty um, you know trustworthy in a sense of telling us if it well, is. I mean, you got to
0: trust them, but you got 150 of them. I mean, on some level, some of them are going to try to, and there's a lot of crossover too. You know, some are going to be like, "Hey, you know, I went to high school with her," but you know in reality she came in through a google ad click or whatever you know so yeah no, there's always crossover dude there's always crossovers
1: yeah occasionally you have to have that awkward conversation and then you know but you know as long as we're fair and the agent you know we will we'll obviously make them understand at all times of why but it it we're always looking at it just to ensure that that's the fact. Um, The other cool thing is these leads, again, they go into that agent's database at the end of the transaction. So we're only looking for the one lead closing. After that, when that agent comes off, they've also built up their SOI with these leads and they go off another personal database of that, that agent or person.
0: So what other technologies, phone apps, Things like that are your agents using? Are you using as a brokerage? What What can you give us that's new and exciting that other people listening could be like, "Oh wow, let me check that out."
1: Yeah, I mean this this goes out to every agent or our brokerage, but the different technology is one everybody gets Boomtown. Um, our brokerage is pretty um, you know standard in terms of what we we use Dot Loop. That's going to be our contract management, e signature, broker submission platform. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. We give everybody Happy Grasshopper, which is a keep in touch um, campaign for uh, SOI and past clients. So they write email content to make sure they're top of mind for each and every person. Um, we give everybody Keeping Current Matters, which is going to help them keep updated on the market, build out listing presentations, doing different things. We give everybody listings to leads. Listings to leads is going to kind of do automated marketing on listings, give landing pages to help build leads, um, ton of different things they can do. Uh, everybody gets Spacio was open house um, iPad application to have open house sign ins everybody gets updater to help their client in a move um, basically a client can change their utilities mailing address everything on the back end of that um, honestly it's a it, usually it's a ton of technology it's really for an agent to understand what fits best in their business but we're trying to give them everything possible to help help them be successful
0: yeah, you're not kidding, man. You you were spinning them out there. Happy grasshopper. I thought happy grasshopper was like <laughs> was a phone system. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know there's a grasshopper that that's a phone that's system.
0: A happy grasshopper.
1: Um, Something yeah, out. man. So happy grasshopper. Here's the cool thing that we did with that one. So they write email content for the agent. They also give social media content if they want to kind of have help with their social media. Um, but every month they write an email, they'll write 20 different ones. Agent can pick one and have it blasted to their um, SOI, wherever they have in there to keep in touch with. But what we also do is we run a raffle for the agent to give their clients. So when it goes over, not only are they getting great content where they're also getting a raffle to win tickets to the Redskins or whatever it is, because content plus appreciation is going to lead to more referrals or less unsubscribed. So we're trying to help the agents as they as they move forward, um, continue to build business with their sphere as
0: well. And listings delete lead is, because is, uh, um, I know Dustin uses that and he talked about it, is, uh, is basically it just tells you what your house is worth. It's just a really quick CMA like, you know, well, like Zillow or Redfin or anything like that, um, but it's on your portal so you could use it, right? And then you could follow up with a, a real market analysis later.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, it's what's my home worth, move up buyers, move down buyers, get your list of foreclosure properties. It's about a hundred different landing pages. in oh, really? Using yeah. customize. Yeah.
0: Huh. I didn't know that. I have to check that one out. And Spacio. What's Spacio?
1: Like Open Home Pro. So someone can come in, sign in on the iPad, and then it's going to filter right to their Boomtown system. Absolutely. Ultimately trying to keep all in one place. That's obviously one thing a lot of people haven't been able to figure out in the, the tech world is putting it all in one condensed place. Um, so the applications and things that we use tie into Boomtown if an agent wants to use that as their main CRM to uh, put it on that one.
0: one then up updater, that's that's for it helps them give all the new mailing addresses for the phone system. That phone system.
1: Yeah, so so updater is a cool one. So Pat, you're my client. You go under contract. I send, you a, uh, I send you a link and it says, hey, Pat, let me help you in your move. This system historically shows it's going to save you 24 hours worth of time. You go in there, you type in your new address and it's going to forward your mail there. So you don't have to go and do it yourself at the post office. If you need your list of utilities, it's going to be right there. If you want to change all your... Subscriptions, the men men's health, or whatever the heck you do, like you can go there, type it in, it's gonna change it all. So it's gonna do all those. So moves. like
0: you don't have to like look up what is the mailing address for men's health. Like it auto populates, right? You just auto
1: populate. You click it and put in
0: your info. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: It's pretty slick, man. It's affordable, to be honest, with anybody out there that wants to do it. But it's a it's a great tool. And again, one thing with uh real estate in general, the te- tough thing with technology is agent adoption behind things. So we offer all these tools and hopefully, uh, you know, agents pick up on it and take advantage. But not everything is for everybody, but we want to make sure that if they do want it, it's going to be there, obviously.
0: Yeah, I love that. And then a Keeping Current Matters, tell me about that.
1: So Keeping Current Matters, uh, Steve Hardy is pretty, um, you know, popular out there on the speaking circuit and things like that. But he gives kind of industry updates once a month. Um, But they also give the content material that you need to maybe build something out. So if you want to know, is it better to buy or rent, they already have the infographic or an editable PDF or um, editable form that you can do, create to yourself and use in a presentation or whatever it is, thousands of different things to help you build out content and things to use. And they also potentially write blogs on your behalf if you want to. But it's a good one that, again, can help agents in terms of their marketing, listing presentations, um, different things to build their business.
0: Love it, dude. Man, this is amazing. And it it just goes to show you that you can, I mean, you could offer you know, all these things and there's so many things being built every day, right? That agents can use. And and here you're able to just sit, pick and choose and say, we're going to use this and everybody gets this. And and great benefits. I mean, awesome benefits, dude. So anyways, this has been fun, man. Uh, Eric, as you know, everybody that comes on the show brings a free gift. And what we do is I'm going to put that on hybendigital.com backslash pearson smith i'll make it easy backslash pearson smith it's p-e-a-r s-o-n smith hybendigital.com backslash pearson smith what is your free gift today sir
1: yeah i uh, provided a business planning excel worksheet where basically you can go in there as an agent plug in your numbers and it's going to hopefully kind of lay out your business plans in terms of number of closings uh, sales price commission percentage whatever it is to hopefully reach that income goal that you're looking for. So one of our brokers put together awesome stuff and hopefully agents can use it and uh, benefit from it.
0: Oh, that sounds awesome. And I'm also going to put it on the agent success toolbox or in the agent success toolbox, which will be found on at hybendigital.com backslash toolbox, or just text the word Toolbox the four 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 nine 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 Eric. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day, sir. I appreciate it. And I'm ever in your area, I will definitely uh, look you up and uh, we get together and break some bread.
1: Sounds good, man. I appreciate it, Pat.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rock Stars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, Go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio, right on Facebook, and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers, and I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram, as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening, and keep rocking.